Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So tonight we're going to talk about parenting and uh, sparking curiosity. I have this video marked as a paid promotion. I'm not sure if y'all get to see that or not. I don't know that that's accurate in any legal sense, um, but there was a bizarre chain of events I feel like I should disclose. Um, I'm going to mention a company in this video. I've spoken highly of this company in the past. I'm sure I will speak highly of this company in the future. I'm a customer of this company. The decision to make this video was made weeks ago. <laughs> However, because the world caught fire, I didn't have time to make it. In the meantime, that same company sent me an educational sample. So I feel like I should disclose that. Um, there's no like deal where they're like, hey, we're going to send you this, make a video about us, or anything along those lines. There's no advertiser relationship. It was just a, a weird chain of events that has led to me receiving something from this company in like the last week and a half and me making a video that mentions them in a positive light shortly thereafter. Um, there is no deal, but at the same time, I feel like that's something I should disclose. I, I would feel like a huge hypocrite to rail about politicians not disclosing who's given them stuff and then for me to do the same thing. Um, okay, the second announcement is Mr. Richter. Congratulations on your graduation. Ari uh, gave me something to say, but I actually forgot to bring it out here. <laughs> it was short. I'm sure it was something like, best wishes, love you, or something along those lines. I would like to say that people my age are leaving you a mess, but I am sure you are equal to the task. You've got this. Good luck moving forward. All right. Now on to the actual video. I get asked about my parenting style or, parent, or for parenting advice pretty often because I have a whole bunch of kids. The reason I don't really ever give it is because I have a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> They're all different. I don't think that most parenting advice is very sound because I know among my kids you would get different advice for each one. So I can't see how the advice I would have in any specific way would be real helpful. What I can say is there are two things that I try to do with all of my kids. The first is to give them a moral compass. Teach them right from wrong. Um, that seems like it should go without saying. The second is I try to instill and provoke curiosity. Because if you do that, the battles later in life about education and all that stuff, they're a whole lot easier because they're going to educate themselves. They'll also be happier because they'll have interests that they enjoy. They may even find a career that they love, you know. Um, now, the problem is, how do you spark that curiosity? It's different. Diversity of tactics. My eldest? Minecraft. It was a video game called Minecraft. It's like Legos inside a video game, kind of. He started playing it when he was young. 
and so much so that I was kind of, you know, I thought it was a little weird to be honest. But I saw him reading books about geology and architecture. Play your video game, dude. <laughs> whatever, whatever, uh, whatever provokes your curiosity. My five-year-old, you know, he loves dinosaurs, absolutely. Just, but on some level. I think he always thought that they were like big monsters. They never really seemed real when he would talk about them, even though we'd taken them to museums and he'd seen, you know, the, the fossils. Recently, I had an anniversary with my wife. A long time ago, she told me she never expected me to give her the moon. She wanted me to be here on Earth with her. Really sweet, right? Um, I found a company that sells necklaces that has lunar material in them, gave her the moon. This same company sold Mosasaur teeth, and I ordered, uh, ordered one for my son at the time. And the moment I put that thing in his hand, and it became real, tangible, something he could touch, you, you could see his whole attitude towards it change as he's studying this thing in his hand. It, it requires different techniques. You know, with my eldest, it was all in his head. It was all imaginary. It was Minecraft. It was reading, you know. With my five-year-old, it took physically touching it to get that spark. The company I ordered it from is the company I was talking about earlier. It's called Mini Museum. Um, the funny thing is, the thing that they sent me is like the exact opposite of what I was just talking about. Um, they sell these, which I don't know if you can see that, if it's in focus or not. Um, but basically, this is a collection of a bunch of small samples, everything from an SR-71 to a piece of Alcatraz to a piece of the Enigma, all kinds of cool little stuff in it. They also sell this stuff separately that's not encased in something, and you can put it in your kid's hand. And it's not just dinosaur teeth. Um, you could get a piece of the Hindenburg. Uh, a deck chair from the Lusitania, all kinds of stuff. And it helps spark that curiosity. Um, even this, even though they couldn't touch it, there's one of the things in here is a piece of Steve Jobs' turtleneck. And, you know, as I was talking about the stuff that was in it with my kids, <laughs> that sparked a conversation because to them that seemed way out of place. You know, They're like, why is that in there? Who is this person and why are they important? Because to them, computers had already existed. You know, they were they were always there. So, this, you know, the PC Mac war, none of that ever existed for them. Um, so, explaining how he brought that company back from, you know, from where it was at, and turned it into the company that makes the iPhone, it sparked curiosity, and I think that's a big part of creating happy kids and creating productive adults. The other thing you have to remember is you can't tell a kid anything ever. You have to show them. If you want your kid to be curious, you have to be curious. If you want your kid to read, they have to see you read. You want your kid to watch documentaries, you better watch some documentaries. They're going to emulate you. Um, you know that old commercial, I learned it from you, Dad. That can be used for good things, too. Um, 
I mean, you really have to set the example and you have to show them what you want from them. And they'll do it. They like you, even though they may not always seem like it. That's really the only advice I have. <laughs> as far as cookie cutter across the board, this is something I think everybody should do with their kids. That's it. That's all I got. Because they're all different. All of them. Drastically. Um, I think maybe recognizing that is an important part of it too. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night.